0: Today in the Attorney Career Advice podcast with Harrison Barnes.
1: That represents individuals as a company, and and these law firms try to look politically. At graduating the top three people in their class, and he got that, away. had a rip in your jeans, or you. And then when I say over and over again, quite often when I start digging in deep with people, but doesn't happen to everyone. Of course, it probably doesn't even happen to thirty percent of the people. But again, it may be close to thirty. I don't know. It's and again, by, by the time all this happens, meaning someone has started out in a large law firm and maybe moved around to a couple of large law firms and then realized that they're in a dead-end position and maybe it's gone in-house for a quick time. And then that hasn't worked out. By that time, the less qualified attorneys that have come out of law school or had switched very quickly to these consumer-facing firms now have thriving businesses with tons of clients, they're getting into the primary of their careers. They're suddenly yeah. having great businesses. They're buying homes. They're confident and happy and doing well. And their lives and careers are getting better and better. It's just the, the contrast is astonishing from what I see. And this is the difference. And, of course, it's not always the case. There are a lot of people. And, again, I don't want to give uh, the perception that every personal injury attorney, every criminal defense attorney, every immigration attorney – um, it's having a great career, but a lot of them do, uh, a, a very large proportion. And they do without the stress of necessarily working for others. I see billboards all over town, people with these successful businesses. I see them on bus stops. I see them, I don't see them on television. I don't watch a lot of them, uh, but you see them in YouTube videos. And these attorneys, a lot of the time, are doing very well. You don't hear about a lot of personal injury attorneys going bankrupt or a lot of immigration it just doesn't happen. These people are confident. They're taking nice vacations. They're buying things. And, and they feel like they have a business. And they're often feeling very good about entering a particular branch of consumer-facing law. Now, I'm not saying uh, that this is always happening. I'm not saying that it it is going to happen to you if you go into one of these businesses. You certainly have to have drive and motivation and resilience and be interested in the branch of law you're practicing. And you have to get out there and be seen and do all these sort of things. But but the point is that most attorneys that aspire to work in large law firms representing companies often base their whole identity on this. And they never would think that going to work at a firm that represents individuals is a good thing. And again, I'm telling you all this because I'm showing sure there's an alternative and it may be the best alternative for you because you may actually have a much more successful career if you do this. And I've been watching the song dance about what happens and what doesn't happen. Now, I want to be very clear, too, that I've seen some incredible, and there's a lot of success stories of people becoming partners in large law firms. There's success stories of people becoming large law, partners in large law firms and handling the stress extremely well and be, being fit and happy and having good marriages and making a ton of money and doing a good job and being very good at generating business. And this is real, And There are a lot of superstar winners and people that get things done inside of large law firms. So I am not for any moment criticizing this, but I'm telling you that it's a much harder path uh, to do. You have to be smarter. You have to be more motivated. You have to be uh, more willing to bill hours. You have to be more willing to get business. You have to, there's a lot of things you have to do in these sort of positions, that you that that may be easier for you, or you may be doing you may do better than if you did it in another way. You also have to play office politics and you have to be liked by the right people. And there's just a lot of stuff you need to do. So again, when you're a young attorney coming out of school, you may think that working for a law firm representing individuals is some sort of lack of success, that you're not making as much money. That you're not as prestigious of a business, that you're not representing the largest clients. And, but the, the reality is that there's actually much more opportunity for you if your firms are representing individuals than companies because you're learning. And I want to really make this clear. Instead of just learning to practice law, which is fine at a high level and being a good attorney, which is actually a very useful skill, I, if it was my choice, I think it would be actually smart if you can get a job with a very good law firm to do that and do it for a few years to have it on your resume and to basically have a position of pride and strength and things. But, but at some point, if you decide that past not for you to maybe do with these other people about, which is to start these consumer facing law firms or to go to a, a firm like that to learn, because when you get into the this type of position, especially one you start on your own, you're avoiding politics, you're advancing, and you're going to be rewarded directly for what you contribute and do. And again, and you are learning a business. So learning a business, if you go to work in a small personal injury firm, uh, you're going to learn how they do it. And you're going to do very well. And if, and, and you can, if you do things right, and you learn how their most successful attorneys are marketing, how they're working cases and things. And you again, you don't see attorneys from, the largest law firms reaching the heights of the most successful people in consumer-facing practice areas, but they often do. I remember there's this guy, it was Thomas J. Henry, and he did something like, I don't know what it was, a two to five million dollar Kinsey which is a 15th birthday for his daughter. I think it might have been held at a stadium or something. And this is just not the kind of stuff, this is an attorney in Texas, Thomas J. Henry. This is not the kind of stuff that large law firm attorneys do. They have to not attract attention, keep their heads down. So here's just a little bit about large law firms, which I think I talked a little bit about, but there's just all sorts of qualifications and rules for, and this is what I teach. That's what I've always taught about what large law firms expect when they market their service to the companies. Uh, it, the companies want the attorneys to have on the best schools. If they're lateral attorneys, they want them to have worked in the best firms and with other large law firms. and the law firms all have upper or out policies, which are very competitive, very stressful, and it becomes very difficult to advance. And most people leave. but attorneys from these law firms also know where they stand in terms of the packing order of other law firms. So that's that kind of stings.
0: Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not gonna find them on major job boards, because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only lists jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today.
1: I'm not saying it's a, something that stinks for everyone, but if you're at a less prestigious firm than maybe a big firm, then another firm then attorneys from the better firm you'll always act like they're superior they'll do when you're in some different matters they'll do in court It's just how it works and so the nice thing about going to work in one of these large law firms is you will get a set amount of money for if you can stay there for 10 years for this advancements every year and certain bonuses and you'll get the same amount of money but you can also lose your job very quick you could upset the wrong person you could say the wrong thing i was working with a woman not too long ago that was at a major law firm and in her seventh year of practice she was told that everything looked good and she was on track to be partner and then when she got into her ninth or tenth year of practice they everything suddenly changed and they said everyone was very upset when you turned down this assignment in your sixth year and said you didn't have the time this is the kind of stuff that happens there's excuse obviously but things can be used against you. And large law firms are very concerned with their image, like the corporations they represent. So they do not want to draw, the attorneys don't want to draw too much attention to themselves and they have to act a certain way. They have to be considered a certain type of person and they have to mirror the way corporations uh, look and feel. For The most part, young attorneys and law students really want to work in these firms though. And again, there's a pecking order meaning How large are the companies they're doing work for? How important is the work the firms do? And the firms are the best attorneys and reputations. The very best attorneys are called on bet the company type matters or matters where the the fees are charged And very few people get positions in the very, very best firms. And in the most prestigious were, which would be like Cravath and Wachtel and Sullivan and Cromwell Mm -hmm. and places like that are so exclusive that almost all their attorneys are only hired from their summer associate programs and they have well designed cultures and uh, what they want to protect. And they're also very specialized. What that means is those attorneys uh, will work on a small subset of corporate matters. So instead of just working on corporate M&A, they might work on corporate M&A with hospitals or some health systems. And types of attorneys, we rank very highly. Recruiters don't even make placements at these firms because all they're hiring it's not done lateral. There's not a lot of them. And there's just something that's important to understand about the prestigious law firms. Other large law firms will represent the largest companies ongoing work and they'll charge high fees, but not as high as the better firms. They have, these are your typical AMLAW at 100 and 200 firms. So if you get into one of them, you will typically move around, but you work at two or three of them as an associate. Now people, very few people save at the first firm. And then your route up is typically you do a good job, you build a lot of hours, your work's well respected, and then you can become a salaried partner. And most of these firms, most of them have what are called income partners and then equity partners. And it's very difficult to become an equity partner in most cases. You need to get business. Uh, most of the non equity partners usually end up leaving because they realize they're not going to make up an equity partner. So they make out in house or quit the practice of law or do other things. And some will leave later in their careers and go to smaller law firms. A lot of them will lose their jobs and they don't get business. That's very common. And a lot of attorneys in these larger firms tend to be very specialized. And these are just your typical AM law size firms. This is where, when you see recruiter ads on different websites, this is pretty much what the recruiters are looking for. And, and most recruiters spend most of their time working with attorneys from these firms. And, and these law firms try to look politically the same as their clients do and law firms have traditionally been, been very conservative and now they've become very liberal and the, the political atmosphere means saying the right thing is important. And these types of firms are fours and these four and five, these are just the rankings that we have for the firms. Most of them expect people to work a couple of thousand hours a year, but when you get into major cities and mid-sized market, what that means is that the firms are representing typically mid-sized companies they'll have been mid-sized and smaller companies with lower rates. And if their clients aren't that size, then that's pretty much what they do. And these firms exist in more, typically if a city has more than a hundred thousand people, there's going to be a bunch of these firms and they pay less, so they're not uh, as prestigious. A lot of the names you may not have heard. And these firms typically, when you start getting the smaller firms, which are, which we call threes, these are actually very good places for a lot of attorneys to work. They typically have a steady flow of work. They don't, their billing ra- hours rates are lower. They don't mark up their time as much, meaning they're not, if you, if you give them a matter. They're not going to work crazy hours. And these law firms typically have their attorneys doing multiple things in the practice area. So an example would be a, an attorney at a large firm, a four or five firm might do only M and A, but in a mid-sized firms attorney might do corporate general work. They may do just different types of corporate work because the law firm typically doesn't have enough work or high paying clients in that area who demand that the attorneys be so specialized. And they can't because there's just, there's not enough work that's specialized. And then these smaller firms, this is what I wanted to talk to you about that I think is most important. The firms that are smaller typically have much, represent individuals to have much lower hiring standards. They don't pay as much, That they often pay a fraction of the amount that the largest firms pay. They may often be run by one person. They, some of them are traditional type partnerships. For example, there's a lot of insurance defense firms that do this, but many are not in partnerships at all. They may, some of them may may represent companies. For an example, an insurance defense attorney will work for an insurance company, but the the person is actually hired uh, to represent individuals. And some smaller firms specialize in and represent individuals. Some of them will represent small businesses, but not all of them. So again, the recruiters pretty much can't believe that that the only people that you need to represent are people that are working at large firms. It's just, it's not really pretty much outside the what people believe. And again, if you're a recruiter, you have a way that works. And so you put all your time into that. And again, I would do the same thing uh, if I was a recruiter but this is just how every uh, recruiting business works. So if you are an attorney and you've been applying to jobs at recruiting firms, with our recruiting firms are posting on uh, job boards and things, unless you are fitting this very narrow criteria of people, which means you're at a large law firm and you have one to six years, maybe seven experience, they're not gonna be interested in. Years ago, I hired an attorney to work for me, who was, uh, this is just a, a funny story, before we wind this up and start taking questions. But he graduated in the top three students in his class from the University of Texas Law School. And he might've been first, there was an award that went to people that were in the top three, graduating the top three people in their class. And he got that award. He was from Los Angeles and uh, not interested in working for a law firm. He never took a job in a large law firm. He was the kind of guy that played video games and I'm not sure he even did anything after his first year of law school, anything after his second year of law school, and any anything in terms of working in a law firm after his third year of law school. He just wasn't interested. And he started his own firm. And a year or so into this, I had taken out an advertisement, seeking an in-house counsel, I think, and also posted on BCG, and I ended up hiring him.
0: Do you want to grow your legal career? Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today.
1: He immediately said when he started that he didn't like working in an office and preferred to sit in his living room in front of his television and work on his laptop. And then I told him no, and he quit. And a day or so later he called me back and he agreed he would come in at a certain hour each day and then leave by three or so each day. And this was in the days before remote works was unusual. And then he, when he started working for me, I realized his work product wasn't that good. He had never been trained by a law firm. He just had always done what he wanted. He made lots of typos. He would, he knew he would use forms to just file things with the court instead of writing formal motions. And he had other habits he didn't like that I didn't like. We worked on these forms and these habits, but not, nothing that really changed. He just did the work he wanted to. He had trained himself as a solo practitioner without any training, and he'd taken a job with me. And the only reason he'd done that was because he was buying and flipping houses at the time and needed to have a consistent paycheck in order to purchase these houses. So he was getting paid in cash and things. I don't know what was going on by the clients he had at his own firm. And then he wanted a job just so he was showing income so he could buy houses where he was really making money. And, And the clients he'd been representing up until that point were all clients. Who pretty much in cash. And so he didn't want to show that his income, I believe. And, uh, but again, I don't know, or that's my, if I'm not saying anything negative about this person. That's just what I believe was happening. I'm not sure if it was true or not. And then several months into his new position, he quit, then said he quit to be a law professor at an unaccredited law school where he'd been teaching online classes each night. And sure enough, he showed me himself on the website and he was teaching classes. And I wished him good luck, and I seemed thought it was fairly stupid for him to leave the practice of law to go teach on an online law school. But I certainly didn't stop them. And then five or so years later, I had a hunch, and I searched online for his name, and then I, right there he was. had It was one of those personal injury websites, and it, it was one of these. I don't know if these are form sites, but it was the same kind of thing where it said he would won massive amounts of money here, massive amounts of money there, and so I tried calling him on the phone. And a, a bunch of staff members, I was transferred to like three or four people that were asking who I was and why I needed to talk to him and advancing higher up near the food chain. He had about 15 attorneys working for him at the time, an incredibly successful firm. And it was much more money and prestige and a better business um, than I ever could have given him or any large law firm uh, would have given him at that point in his career. Because what was he, six, seven years into his career at this point? He had this very successful, large business, uh, a good-sized business, where he was making presumably millions of dollars a year. And uh, he'd done all this pursuing a different career path. He was doing very well. He wasn't stressed out. He felt important. He was a big deal. He was living a great life, and he was doing so in his terms. And so this is what awaits people that often will try this. This particular person was not a talented businessman. He wasn't. didn't know social media. He didn't know any advertising or anything. And he went into this and he didn't use his qualifications. I don't even think he said where he went to law school or how well he did on his website. And so this is the kind of thing I see over and over again. It's not just this practice here. it's immigration, it's it's all these consumer-facing practice areas where this sorts of stuff happens. And it's real. People do very well in these other practice areas, and they often have much better lives and are happy. And I see so many people succeeding that it would be stupid of me not to bring this up. So my my advice for anyone, if you think that there's something wrong with you for not working only in a large law firm and a large law firm is what's gonna make you the happiest and most successful, you're just wrong, you're wrong. It's not, it's wrong because you have a, most attorneys, not all, but the substantial amount uh, of attorneys, leave large law firms and go do something else. Even in addition to, with the exception of working in smaller law firms, now a lot of them do, but it's just, it's not the only career path is what I'm saying. And it's not always the option that's gonna make you the wealthiest or the happiest or the most well balanced or it's gonna give you security. Cause what is security if you have a business that's continually giving you new business and it's growing and it's growing. That's security. If you're in a position where you can do something wrong and completely lose your career because you had a whip in your jeans or you had an affair with a subordinate five years ago, that's scary. So you, and this kind of stuff would not happen if you had your own business. So if you are in a practice here serving individuals, you're not really concerned with the opinions of others compared to those who serve companies. And when you're working for companies, you need to make sure that you adapt the demeanor Of the executives and those who hire you you need to say the right things you need to be part of the right side of the political spectrum in terms of whatever the daily day-to-day issues are you need to act how other people uh, expect you to act you need to be concerned with others because others opinions view can make or break your career so if some person in power in your firm doesn't like you that can hurt you if you do something that's considered i once knew one woman that was working in a large law firm for Seven years at a big law firm, and she posted something on Facebook about how much she disliked practicing law, or something, and and the things that she didn't like about it, and lost her job. It's just so you need to be careful, and you need to you need you, there's a lot of positives of large law firms, but there's also a lot of negatives that people need to be aware of. And there are people, by the way, that are very well cut out for this work. So I'm not critiquing anyone that's concerned about thinking that they. That there's anything wrong with it because you may be very well cut out for it. But uh, you need to work on a large law firm. There's definitely a lot of drawbacks, and you need to retire when you're told to. You need to, when this, a lot of this is just a continuation the same game uh, that starts when you're before law school and during law school and after law school. Get into law school, best law schools, you need the best grades to, and you need to impress your teachers. Just get in to do well in law school. You need to get the best grades and impress your teachers and employers. And then, You need to impress employers during your summer and then you need to get all this stuff is that this is not always the correct decision for many attorneys. And many times when you diversify your practice and you go to work for smaller firm people and not a big company, this can be on the road to a lot of happiness.
0: That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.